Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. Welcome back to the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. I am so excited today for just a couple reasons. The first, we've officially celebrated one year of the podcast, 75 episodes, 365 days. Thank you so much for being here, no matter where you fall in the journey. If this is your first episode, or you've been here since the beginning, or you're watching this a couple years after it came out, or listening, depending on if you're on YouTube or actually listening on the podcast app, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's because we can all build this together that it's still going, and so I just... I'm very appreciative. The other reason that I'm really excited is because we are working on part three of our unit planning today. So part one was in episode 72 where we took our yearly breakdown and we tried to place our unit strategically around what was going on in the school year and making sure that we had an order that we appreciated and that we thought was going to work for our students. Part two was in episode 73 where we talked about the unit planning template and creating a template that you can fill in with pieces that are going to belong in your unit. These are the puzzle pieces that we are literally going to use because today we are building the puzzle. We are putting the unit pieces together. So if you haven't yet, I highly encourage you to go back to episode 73 and take a listen on what's going on there because we are going to take this unit planning template that is listed as a freebie in that episode And we are going to take the pieces and turn it into something beautiful, a little mind map. Okay, maybe it's not always so little. I used to use whiteboards, giant whiteboards for my mind maps when it came to units. And I don't want to lose you there. Yours doesn't have to be a mind map. But I do think that there is a certain set of steps that we can follow that are going to help build up the unit. And what I like about a mind map is that it's pretty flexible. While you have all your pieces laid out, there is no actual determined order yet. We are going to get there. So when we have all these pieces to put together, we have a guide, right? We know that we put our edge pieces on a puzzle first, and then we start working our way in. You might do a little chunk of a hot air balloon over here or of a little cottage over here. Now we need to make it make sense and put it into an order that's going to help our students to thrive throughout this unit. So we're going to go from the unit planning template, which really just has a bunch of ideas put down. And I'm going to teach you how to go ahead and mind map the whole thing out. So we can put it into something like the unit planning kit that is going to help generate all the next pieces for you. So when it comes to the mind map, you can do this however you want. If you want to use post-it notes to move post-it notes around, if you want to type it into an Excel spreadsheet so that you can grab pieces and move them around however you see fit, whatever works, please do not feel like you have to do something color coordinated like I like to do. If you're listening to this on the podcast, but you're a really visual person, you may want to jump over on the YouTube channel just to check out what's going on. I'll also post some pictures over on Instagram at Engineers Education and at Simple Systems with Sam Podcast if you're interested in seeing it there. So to start off organizing your unit, you're obviously just going to have the title, right? Every puzzle has the four corners and the border pieces. That's the easy place to start. So we're going to put our title smack in the middle or smack at the top of whatever file you're creating that you have it. The next step is to take your topics or your unit sections that you've identified in your unit planning template and put them as your main spokes off of your title. 
This is just going to be a broad section, right? These are the chunks that we consider maybe a small quiz being a part of. And that's where we have our breaks in our unit. Once you have those, this is where you're going to have to think through some things. On my unit planning template, I actually took each of the topics and went ahead and broke it down into subtopics as I wrote it down. So I made sure I had everything covered. But if you don't already have yours broken down into subtopics, that's what's going to come off of your main topic spokes next. So for example, for my periodic table and atomic structure unit, I have atom variations and writing them as an entire topic. And so my subtopics under there are ions, isotopes, nuclear, and hyphen notations. Each of those subtopics is something that I need to spend some quality time on. And then if I wanted to or needed to, I could break it down even further. For example, ions, cations versus anions are going to be a big topic and also just telling me what an ion is. You also might have subtopics that have subtopics. For example, I have an entire topic for a periodic table. The periodic table is kind of a big part, but it is its own chunk. So I broke it down into two subtopics, talking about individual elements and then talking about overall patterns. Talking about my individual elements, I have subtopics based off of that. Talking about patterns, I have subtopics based off of that. So you're going to want to go until you feel like you have everything decently outlined. So if you're watching on YouTube, that is all the stuff in blue. I have all of my topics and my subtopics listed out. The next thing that I do is I take the things to practice category from my unit planning template. These are the things that I know I want my students to get practice doing. So this is probably in the form of an assignment, station, lab, check-in, whatever it needs to be. And I put those in orange or a different color on my mind map aligned with the subtopic that they fit best with. This is going to help tell us when we are going to give those specific check-ins, assessments, formatives, quizzes, whatever it is, you name it. Now, at this point, it doesn't look very pretty. And in fact, I actually decided at this point in creating my mind map that I had too much going on under one section and I felt like I needed to break an entire chunk off of it. So before I had three topics I'd broken my unit into, but now I've decided to add in a fourth, which is why I like having this so visual. I decided to break out drawing atoms as its own little category, teaching Bohr models and Lewis dot structures, because I know that I have students that struggled with that last year. And so that knowledge is able to help me see that maybe there's too much of a chunk going on and I could break it off into its own thing. Now, what you may want to do next is go ahead and take projects and activities and put those in a different color on your mind map, again, aligned within whatever topic or subtopic you would put it in. I included mine with my assignments because of the way that I know my weeks are scheduled out. We do Monday, Tuesday of learning content, and then we have block day on Wednesday or Thursday where we're going to do activities and labs and stations. And so I always know that these projects and activities are going to fall on those days. So I didn't feel like I had to make them a different color, but it's a really great way to keep it standing out so that if you don't follow a certain pattern like that, you can see if maybe you have too lab heavy of a section or if maybe you don't have enough for your entire unit. And then in even another color, I would go ahead and add in quizzes and or tests. Some units are long enough. You might have a mid-unit test. You might be taking a pre-benchmark test. You might just have the test at the end. You might choose not to have a test and have a project instead as your final assessment. But each of the quizzes, I want to have an idea of at what point I am going to quiz on material. And being able to see 
how much I'm covering in each of the sections on my mind map allows me to split up the content into quizzes a lot easier. Now, if you're looking at my mind map, it looks like it's a little bit more crowded. I actually really enjoy adding the vocab onto mind maps because I want to know where all of that vocab is going to come in at. So I broke mine down based off of the different topics so I could see where the vocab heavy stuff is. There's not a ton of vocab that I need to teach in my units, but this is one of them where it's nice to have it a little bit more spread out if I can help it. So now I have all the pieces of my puzzle put somewhere on my mind map. I have my topics, subtopics, I have the assignments, I have the projects, I have even ways I'm going to do assessments. And in between there, I may have rearranged some things, I may have broken out some different chunks, I may have decided that I don't like how things are grouped together and started completely over. That's what I love about this, is the visual part of it is going to help my brain connect the dots, just like seeing a whole puzzle come together. The next piece is the important piece, and this is the reason I like to usually do this on a whiteboard, but I feel like I've gotten a lot more confident in doing them on paper, so I've, I've been bold recently. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start assigning days to each of the things that I'm teaching. So in a different colored pen, I went ahead and I looked at each of the subtopics and I decided which one I think I need to start with. Now, if you start with an entire introduction hook or phenomena, that's going to be your day one for your unit. For me, I build those in throughout, so I'm not really worried about having those written down yet. But I do know that I need to start in the topic of atomic structure and my day one is going to be about subatomic particles. Now I have to decide, based off of all of the things I have written on my mind map, am I going to be able to complete teaching that in one day? And yes, I, I can do that. That I know is going to fit within that realm. So I actually go ahead and I write a little number one. This is day one of my unit, already ready to go. And I know what type of assignment I'm going to have going with it because next to that subtopic is my assignment written in a different color. Then I look at my next subtopic, and I know that this is going to take a little bit of time to get through, so I'm going to actually assign that as day two to three. So I'm going to spend two days on that subtopic where I also have this activity that we do together that I've already written on the mind map, which is assigned to that subtopic. Then I know that I'm going to do a quiz after every larger topic. So I have a separate day devoted just to a quiz. Once I'm done with topic number one, I have to decide what is the most logical place to jump for my next topic. And this could be a variety of things depending on what you teach. For math, you are pretty much going to have a well laid out pattern that you're going to go through. But for something like English, you could jump around depending on maybe what you're reading or how things fall within a calendar for you. For social studies, you might decide you want to go on a timeline or you might want to try to tie together different events throughout history. When I looked at everything here, I actually figured I had three different paths that I could take for my next topic, and I wasn't quite sure what was the best. So this is where I kind of rearranged things a few times to see what I liked. When it comes to tests, don't forget that you're going to have at least a review day built in there. So you want to make sure that you are assigning enough days for all of the things that you're going to have. When you finish writing all of this out, you're going to see an approximate number of days that you expect the unit to take. And this could be shorter or longer than you had planned for. There's a couple things that you can do here. If it is shorter than you had planned for, the first step I would say is for every two weeks that you plan, add an extra cushion day. This extra cushion day could be if you have a bunch of students out for, let's say they leave early for football, or if you are out for a sub day. 
Or if you have a fire drill that takes half the class period and you lose that time with some of your students. There are plenty of ways that the time can get kidnapped from you. So having that extra little buffer day is always going to help. Worst case scenario, you put a sub template day in there so that they can practice those template assignments. Now, let's say you were really off on how long you thought the unit was going to take. I would go back through and take another look at your subtopics. Did you give enough time for each of the subtopics? And do you have all of the subtopics included? This is going to be just an extra layer of you double checking that all of your pieces are together in your puzzle. If those are the case, then feel free to adjust the length of your unit. You can choose to add in an extra lab or an extra project or an activity day, or you can just shrink it up and absorb that into another unit. There's always the chance that when you actually get to teaching it, it's going to need to expand back out. And that's all part of learning your students and how you're going to teach that year. It'll change all the time. And that's fine. We've built in that cushion. Now, let's say that your unit ended up being way longer than you expected. Go back and see if maybe you broke down too many subcategories into too specific of groups. Is there anything that you had planned during the school day that you can actually shorten and give some maybe as an assignment? I know not everybody appreciates giving homework, but sometimes it doesn't hurt. Is there a way that maybe you can condense a couple topics and do station activities for two days that cover three days worth of topics where your students go around and they copy down notes or they watch videos and they complete miniature tasks with it? How can you kind of save yourself time here and there? For me, I know that even though I have quiz days taking up an entire day, the reality is quizzes are maybe 15 minutes of a class period. I have other things to fill in the extra time, but I could always shrink it down and start teaching the next topic if needed so that I can get all of my time back. If those situations don't work for you, then you're probably going to need to turn back to your yearly plan and decide how you can condense other units to keep this one expanded. What's nice is we really are only going through two steps for this unit. We've pretty much planned everything out in an order. Now we're still going to organize it a little bit better in the next step. But you have a rough idea of how it's going to go, and it maybe would take you about an hour to do this for each unit. So you could go ahead and do a semester's worth of units in a couple days. And it's just mind mapping, brain dumping, putting things together. We may not have gotten into the exact specifics of it yet, but we're giving ourselves a really good framework. So now you know approximately what day everything is going to happen, what assignment, what assessment, everything that's going to go piece by piece into those days. If you have the unit planning kit, this is a great place to go ahead and start filling in the daily lesson plans and then also your assignment section. These are two columns out of four that you really need to fill in and then you'll have everything planned out. We're going to talk a lot more about the pieces that go into actually getting all of your unit materials ready in the next episode. If this episode seemed a little bit confusing to listen to on the podcast, please go see if watching it on the YouTube is going to help. And if you still have more questions, because sometimes it's hard for me to take my visual things and turn them into verbal, please feel free to shoot me an email at hello at engineers education or shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I hope that by the end of this step, you feel a huge weight lifted off your shoulders because really and truly, this is a huge step in having your unit planned out. In fact, we've essentially planned it out. It's now getting down to the nitty gritty. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. 
remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at engineer does education so we can build a simple system together.